Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today is another AMA episode. That is, ask me anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to Victor at VictorJM.com. That's Victor at VictorJM.com. Ryan from Los Angeles asks, I live in LA and I've been working on my education and networking to break into the commercial multifamily investing space, particularly in Arizona. However, I do have an opportunity to possibly break into ground up development of newly constructed units here in Los Angeles. A buddy of mine who develops completed 24 units, a six unit, and he's currently raising capital for a 33 unit in a decent area such as West Los Angeles and Hancock Park. He's willing to let me tag along on his projects to learn while being a passive investor. Any advice on which path to choose? B and C class multifamily in Arizona versus a ground up build to rent here in Los Angeles. I'm leaning towards the multifamily in Arizona given the business friendly atmosphere there, but it's hard not being in the market. Well, Ryan, this is a great question. You've presented your question as one of two choices, either new construction in Los Angeles or B or C class in Arizona. And for reasons that I'll go into in a minute, I would probably not choose either one of those two asset classes that you've presented. I'd like to encourage you to consider maybe some third or fourth alternatives. In fact, I'd suggest that before you commit to a single project, you get really clear on the type of project that's going to meet your investment criteria. In my world, an investment needs to follow the laws of supply and demand. That means I want to go into a market with a growing population, growing employment, and a shortage of supply for housing. Los Angeles lost population in 2018 in 2019, and even so far in 2020. In fact, LA ranked fourth in the nation in terms of population loss in 2018. All other things being equal, that means that prices will drop for both rentals and purchases. The problem with rentals in an expensive market like LA is that the cost to deliver a finished product is high compared with the rental income you can generate. In addition, many of these submarkets are rent controlled. That means that the properties don't meet their potential because the rents are being artificially held down. So Los Angeles right now would not meet my criteria for building new apartments. Let's go to Arizona. I'm not a fan of C-class properties in Arizona. I've owned investment property both in Maricopa County, which comprises the communities of Phoenix, Scottsdale, Mesa, Tempe, a total of 24 municipalities in all. I've also owned property in Penal County, which includes Casa Grande. The Phoenix market is overwhelmingly a single-family market. There's a lot of multifamily projects but most of these are C-class. There's a few A-class and not much in the way of B-class. And the problem with C-class apartments is that the income strength is not there. If you're renting property to people who don't have stable income, then your investment is at risk every single month. If they're relying on government subsidies, you're renting to people who are broke. They're not going to take good care of your property. I can tell you from first-hand experience, I've never lost money in A-class, but I have lost money in C-class. You'll find that C-class properties tend to have more than their share of surprises and unplanned maintenance. These big-ticket expenditures can take a property from generating positive cash flow one month to negative cash flow literally from one month to the next. There's some very difficult submarkets in the Phoenix area, and the quality of property management is the single most important decision you're going to make if you're going to invest in that market. The property manager will determine the performance of your property above all else. I would start with that decision first. In terms of meeting your investment criteria, I think it's important to get clear on what constitutes a good investment for you. I can't decide that for you. I can only share with you what 
some of my investment criteria are. Number one, I'm looking for projects that generate 30% net profit margin within the first 12 to 24 months. It means I'm buying at enough of a discount that I can generate that 30% profit margin after all expenses, interest carrying costs, all in. I want that really high margin. Now we're at a unique crossroads. There's a number of other criteria, including tax consequence, depreciation, a whole bunch of other things that we don't have time to go into right now. But we're at a unique crossroads in history. This is an exceptional time to start an investing. We're at the cusp of a repeat of 2008 all over again, except this time it's happening in slow motion. We know it's coming. We can prepare. The moratorium on evictions, the moratorium on foreclosures, are both holding the market in a form of financial artificial hibernation. It was reported in the Wall Street Journal today that there's close to a million homes in the U.S. that would qualify for forbearance, but for whatever reason have failed to go into forbearance agreements and they've fallen into default. These properties are a ticking time bomb. Approximately 8% of all properties in the U.S. are in some form of financial distress. We don't know how this is going to play out, but I'm betting we're going to see financial pain in real estate in the next 9 to 12 months. I can't tell you when it's going to happen exactly or where, but I'd hate to see you jump into the market a few months too soon in what amounts to the absolute top of the market, only to have a huge number of distressed properties hit the market all at once. And when that happens, even with today's low interest rates, the laws of supply and demand dictate that we're going to see a precipitous drop in prices in some markets. When I go shopping for a new pair of jeans or a multifamily apartment complex, I like to buy things that are on sale. So I want to thank you, Ryan, for an awesome question. For the listeners at home, only buy things that are on sale. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.